even now we have been made into that new creation. We're part of that new creation even now that is being liberated from bondage to sin and death and decay and destruction. So what does that mean for our lives practically? I think that's the big question. Hey, welcome to Whitefields Community Church Sermon Extra. Great to have you with us once again this week. And I'm here with uh, Pastor Nick Katie, is the pastor of Whitefields Community Church here in Longmont, Colorado. And uh, we are in our series, Strength and Weakness, and we've been looking at Second Paul, uh, Paul's second letter, yes, <laughs> to the Corinthians. And we are in chapter five. We looked at the last verses of chapter five this week, and it was called The Ministry of Reconciliation was the title of the message. And so if, if you missed any of that, whitefieldschurch.com, you can find it there. Just go there and download it. Uh, if not there, you can find it on YouTube, or you can find it on Facebook, you can find it on any of your favorite streaming platforms. And of course, thumbs up, subscribe, leave us rate and review. And this just helps, you know, just whenever people are asking these questions, our content is, you know, gets pushed up in, in the Google search algorithms. And so definitely do that. If you're watching this on YouTube, just hit subscribe, hit thumb up, thumbs up and give us a comment. Uh, just that would be certainly be, be really good. And so we're looking here at uh, the end of chapter five. And the verse we just kind of wanted to talk about today in, in, our, in our follow-up is, is, is verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And we just kind of wanted to flesh that out a little bit. What does it mean that to, for someone to be a new creation in Christ that the old has passed away. So, you know, two, two, two sides to that question. It's like, what is the new? And then what is the old that has, has passed away? Because, you know, it does kind of feel like we're dragging a lot of old around with us many times. So, so just want to start there and see where it goes. Sure. I think this verse is often used, and I've used it this way, and I don't think it's a wrong way to use it. So I just, with that preface, I'll just say that uh, it's used in reference to the fundamental change that God works inside of a person. But I think if we were to take it in its uh, fuller context, it requires a little bit more explanation, but it's not that much more. Mm -hmm. I think that the, the main idea of this verse is to say that we become a new creation in the very same sense in that God is going to make all things new in the new creation. Right, so we read like in the book of Revelation, God says, behold, I make all things new. We see a new heavens, a new earth descending, and the new Jerusalem, right, the city of God. And all of these things are the fulfillment of those deepest longings of our hearts, the things that we've, the story that we've always uh, wanted to believe was true, but thought maybe it's too good to be true. It all comes to be true in the mm. end. That's, that's the trajectory that we're on where God is going to bring about a new creation. And what is the new creation? Well, it's essentially the liberation from bondage to sin and decay and destruction and death that the new creation is under because of the curse of sin and death. Okay, so what that means for us, that we're part of that new creation, even now, right? So we read about how Jesus is the first fruits of those raised from the dead, that just as he was raised from the dead, so we too will receive resurrection bodies. We talked about this in 1 Corinthians. We talked about it a little bit already in uh, 
Second Corinthians five in the first section we looked at there. But I think this is another kind of angle and aspect on it, which is, okay, not only are we going to receive new bodies one day in the future, resurrection bodies, and we'll be suited for eternity in heaven, that home prepared for us in the heavens by Jesus that we read about in chapter five, the first part. But even now we have been made into that new creation. We're part of that new creation even now that is being liberated from bondage to sin and death and decay and destruction. So what does that mean for our lives practically? I think that's the big question. And I think the answer to that question is that as we are freed from bondage to it, that means that we're no longer enslaved to it. Doesn't mean that we are fully sanctified the moment that we become believers in Jesus. I think anybody who's lived five minutes as a Christian can attest to that reality, right? Mm -hmm. That we still struggle with sin, still struggle with temptation, um, not yet perfected, not yet what we will be, but more than what we were. And so what it means is that we are now, there's this fundamental change that's taken place and we're on a new trajectory. Rather than uh, just carrying on in the same old ways, God is working in us by his spirit to make us new, to uh, regenerate us, to transform us into the image of Christ, as says in Romans 8, 29. And so I, I believe that's the essence of what it means to be a new creation in Christ. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, think, uh, I think what people kind of struggle with, I guess, in that is, you know, as you said, many people realize, well, if I'm a new creation in Christ, why am I struggling with the old man, <laughs> you know? Uh, and, and I think I've seen, I, you might have heard some of these illustrations and in sermons gone by, but the idea that we are new creations in Christ, but we've got this like dead body kind of hanging on to us until we are finally liberated, mm -hmm. you know, in heaven. And we kind of had the, the stink of our old self. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure that it has some, some help, but you know, kind of that idea, um, of, of, what it means to be a new creation in Christ. I think I, I like what Paul says in, in Romans 8 when he says, uh, Romans 8 verse 5, he says, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh mm -hmm. desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. And and in many ways, that idea of becoming a new creation is is going from being blind to being able to see is to and he even goes on to say he says the mind governed by the flesh is death but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to god mm -hmm. does not submit to god's lord nor does, nor can it nor can it do so those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please god you are ever in the realm of the flesh but are in the realm of the spirit if indeed the spirit of god lives in you and it goes on to that we those those are the things that we desire you know we we suddenly have being a new creation in christ means our eyes have been opened to the wonders of a whole new world. Mm -hmm. You know, we are able to, in many ways, you could say the new creation is our very eyes. Mm -hmm. We see things with a spiritual, with well, spiritual eyes. And clearly it has to do with desires as well, right? Yeah. You desire the things of the spirit. And I've often used this illustration when looking at first John, which, which in many ways sometimes confuses people because of its very black and white mm -hmm. categories, right? Like it says, yeah. if anyone practices sin, they have not known God. Yeah. But then it says, uh, don't say that you're not a sinner because if you do, then you're a liar. <laughs> and, and so therefore you should confess your sins. And if you do, God was yeah. faithful and just to forgive our sins. So those two things have to be taken at the same time. He's saying that we as Christians um, do sin still 
and we need to confess those sins regularly, mm -hmm. and God will forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And yet, if we go on practicing sin, then we haven't really known God. Maybe, mm -hmm. in other words, we haven't really been born again. And and how do we justify those two or reconcile those two things? Well, I think it's not that hard. I mean, mm -hmm. it, the fact is, look, it's, it's as if it, it's saying you've become a new creature, right? Just as a, a pig is one sort of creature and a sheep is another sort of creature. It's saying that, you know, you were a pig. Now you become a sheep. Now do uh, sheep and pigs both fall in the mud sometimes. But the difference is a matter of desire, right? Like a pig goes to bed dreaming about how in the morning he's going to go yeah. find some mud and jump in it. Uh, the sheep has different desires. He might still fall in the mud on occasion, but it's not the goal mm -hmm. and hope of his life, right? And the idea of like practicing sin, it, think about the things you, you practice the guitar, you practice your golf swing. These are things that you do in an effort and hope to to do them better next mm -hmm. time, right? And so that's the idea of the person who says, not only uh, am I going to do this sin again, but I'm going to try and do it better next time than I did the time before, right? That's that idea of practicing. If that's your attitude about life and mm -hmm. whatever, sin and things that God says are bad, well then, yeah, you probably are not a new creation and you really need to examine yourself to see if you're really in the faith. Um, on the other hand, if you sin and you feel wrecked over it, I often say, hey, that's a sign of life, right? Like if I poke you and you say, ow, that tells me that there's some, some nerve mm -hmm. life going on as opposed to nerve death. If, uh, if I poke you and you feel nothing, that's concerning. And so uh, I'll often get these calls on the radio show, you know, people saying, hey, I keep doing this thing. I repent. I feel horrible about it. And I'll say, hey, you know, there's grace for you. Yes, I want to encourage you to, by the power of the Spirit, walk in victory over those things. And I think that's part of what it means to be a new creation, liberated from bondage to that thing. Your chains have been unlocked and, and released. You don't have to do that anymore. You have now the freedom to to walk in, in liberty. But, um, you know, on occasion, if you fail, then, you know, that's part of that sanctification process, not immediate. It's something that happens over time. And we want to see that trajectory going up and to the right, mm -hmm. if you will. But um, the point being the fact that you feel the conviction over it and that you want to do it differently tells me that, you know, as it says, you're desiring the things of the Spirit. That's a good thing. Yeah. And and that's what, you know, Paul Paul talks that he finishes this section out here and he says, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. And, and being a new creation in Christ means you are now have become a child of the Father. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves. And, and in the flesh, we are slaves to our desires, slaves to our flesh. And so that you live in fear again, rather the Spirit you received uh, brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him, we cry, Abba, Father. And the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. And that's just a great thought when you think of what it means to become a new, a new creation. We, in many ways, we kind of like maybe impute that to ourselves, but it's it means we become part of a family, a family of God. Uh, we've been called sons and daughters of the living God and welcome into the family. Our world has just become that much bigger. You think of maybe a child that's, you know, an orphan and gets adopted. They get adopted into a large family and you know, now they suddenly have gone from having nobody to having uncles and aunts and, you know, 
and uh, cousins and nephews and all these kinds of mother and a father and that you know and that's kind of the world as new creations in Christ we've been welcomed in by the father into into you know the the family of heaven and that's I think that's something too exciting to think about I know we deal with of course as you talked about we do deal with our old man but we're not subject to it anymore and and it's not something we're enslaved to as Paul says so that's something exciting to exciting to think about when we think about that particular particular verse so yeah so just maybe brought maybe a little perspective into that second uh, corinthians five seventeen. you know you've become a new creation in christ behold you know all things new the old has passed away just maybe just hopefully that's this time of discussions maybe just enlighten that what that really really means uh for you and i as we're walking as Christians in this life. And uh, and what's good to know is that this life is but a moment and then we'll be in, in the presence of the Lord. And so that's something to, to look forward to. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next week, whitefieldschurch.com. If you want to download the, the message from last week and uh, may God richly bless you.